Hi, friends. It's Randy and Jess, and we're going to cut the bullshit. And let's get into women's mental health. Welcome back to the Women's Mental Health Podcast, where Randy and Jess, two licensed psychotherapists, and we talk about mental health, well-being, and strategies for coping with life's challenges and how it's all normal. You are not alone. Today, we're going to dive into an empowering and essential topic, discovering your worth. This episode is aimed to explore the importance of understanding your worth, how it impacts your mental health and strategies to cultivate and embrace your self-worth. Mm-hmm. This topic came up in our house recently, so I was so excited. That, Hitting like, close to the Yeah, I was like, home. let's do this. You can find us and more resources on womensmentalhealthpodcast.com. And it's linked below in our description. Have you ever had these thoughts? Why is understanding one's worth important for women's mental health? How does lack of self-worth impact us as women? How can I cultivate and embrace more self-worth for myself? What are signs of low self-worth? Can my self-worth be improved? How can understanding my self-worth impact my relationships? How can low self-worth and low self-esteem affect my career? Can low self-worth impact my overall well-being? Are there resources or tools that can help me on my journey towards self-worth? I think it's interesting you said self-esteem too. I Mm -hmm. think sometimes we think they're different things or they're same things, right? Like, Yeah, I I think that they go hand in hand. Yep. Um, I think when I think of self-esteem, I lean more towards maybe like physical things like about me too, but they bleed together, I feel. And self-worth, I feel, is like my overall being and what I have to like offer sometimes. Yeah. I like, have you seen that shirt that says, know your worth and add tax? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I tell my daughter that all the time. I think if we knew our own worth, like how much we are worthy of and how how much much, we bring to the table, how much we bring to the table just for being ourselves, Mm -hmm. that is what increases our self-esteem. Yeah. When you learn to love yourself and Mm -hmm. value yourself, others see that and value it too. Mm. So understanding your worth is crucial for our mental health and self-care, especially as women in our society. Knowing that our worth means recognizing and valuing our intrinsic value, our strengths, and our boundaries. Those are all the three things that I think really go into this. Right. It's about understanding that your worth is not tied to any external validations like achievements or opinions, but comes from within. I think that's the thing is that a lot of times we tie our self-worth to checking off these lists, these achievements, these awards, or what maybe a partner has done and we feel or like our kids are doing. That doesn't have anything to do with your self-worth. It needs to come from within and that place from your soul. So your soul feels good. And I want to repeat what Randy just said, is that our self-worth comes from within. We're the ones that determine our self-worth. Yeah, nobody else has a say in Mm -mm. that. And when it comes to mental health diagnosis, there's so many that are associated with struggles related to self-worth, like depression, anxiety, low self-esteem. So many of those things all kind of congregate there. And a lot of this leads to feelings of inadequacy, right? Self-doubt, a tendency to prioritize other people's needs over ours. 
How many people, and probably us will raise our hands, have put other people's needs before ours because we felt they were more important? Oh, yeah, 99% out of the time, especially when I was younger. Now, Mm -hmm. not so much. It's very hard to balance that when you have children, too, because you Mm. feel like you should always prioritize them. And I've had to learn that it needs to be like myself my relationship with my partner, and then my kids. It's that whole airplane thing we've talked about before mm-hmm. is that when you the oxygen mask, yeah, yeah, oxygen mask comes down, you put on yours and then you put on your children because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And we talked about that in our caregiving episode. What was that, like episode three back way back yeah, when? season one. Yeah. But there are ways to cope with and improve on your self-worth. So you really need to develop self-awareness and practice a lot of self-compassion and setting healthy boundaries. Those are the foundations that you need to start with. And those are things, we talk about it like it's really super easy. Those are all (laughs) really hard things, right? Setting healthy boundaries is so tough, right? Practicing self-compassion for yourself I mean, we're so mean to ourselves. Like so our mean. our inner dialogue with ourselves is like, why do you do that again, bitch? Or <laughs> you're worthless. You're fat. You know what I mean? We do. We would never say that stuff out loud to a friend, but we talk that way to ourselves. I, know, I heard my daughter last week. She said, I'm dumb. She said it twice. And I was like, I'm not calling you dumb. I've never said that. You right. are so brilliant. Why are you calling yourself dumb? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. What you did was silly, but that's silly versus dumb or you weren't thinking or right. you were tired. I was like, but that's not Dumb. And I try to tell my kids too, there's no such thing really as a bad mistake. It's all you learn from that and you grow from that. Yeah, that's that whole failing forward idea, mm-hmm. right? I started this board business where I make these charcuterie boards and they're freaking amazing and they're so yeah. fun. And guess what? People are like, well, how'd you learn how to do that? I was like, uh, I failed forward. I yeah. figured out what not to do after an entire... I had to throw out a bunch of boards, but now the ones I make are great because I oh, yeah. process of elimination, right? Right. I learned so how learned. to do it. And guess what? I learned by failing. Right. Be- and that's not a bad thing. And I think our society teaches that failing is bad. No, and it's not. I feel like f- there's no true failure because you learn from... When you fail, you learn so much and how not to do it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't fail, how would you know? Eventually you learn. Yeah. So you have to try and not be scared of trying and not be scared of falling, not be scared of failing. That's where I feel like true growth comes from. Mm -hmm. So engaging in activities that bring you joy. Just started this because she just wanted to learn a new craft, a new hobby, and then found, oh my gosh, I'm really good at this. People really like it. And they're buying it. And I've got like orders on hand. And I'm like, wow. I mean, because I feel like when you work through those things, even when you failed, but you find joy in it and you're Mm -hmm. doing it, like that's what success is. Mm -hmm. And also when you surround yourself with people that are supportive of what you're doing and those things help build up your self-worth and also having a safe place to land and talk about it and therapy with a therapist or a counselor or a friend really that is there and is you can do this. Like I, when I came over, I saw what Jess was doing and I was like, this is so amazing. Like what you're doing. Like, this is so beautiful. Like I was showing her pictures to everybody. Like you want that for mm-hmm. yourself. Like somebody that's like, this is so cool. And like, can I share your stuff? If you don't have that, kick them to the crypto. <laughs> well, I mean, but, there's, you're right. That's I not mean, who yeah. you want to surround yourself with. 
And we, I've shared before is that my daughter had a friend that I was like, is she choosing you? Choose people who choose you. Mm -hmm. Choose people who bring you up, who, who engage with you and make you feel good about yourself. Right. You don't want friends who, who, who pick at you or who make you feel yucky because that is not what helps your self-worth. So you need to acknowledge your own strengths mm -hmm. and the things that are good about you and have people that also acknowledge that and that know that you are so resilient. Like we have been through so many things in our lives mm -hmm. and like you're still standing here. Mm -hmm. Just tell yourself like I'm still here. I'm still standing. I can t still take another step forward. I have something to give this world and celebrate those achievements, big or small. And the, when you do those things, you'll notice that your self-worth starts building up more and more. And it's really interesting is that when you feel good about yourself, not just like I have a cute outfit on or my hair looks good, but when you feel good about who you are. Yeah, who you are as a person. As a person, it's like the world can see it. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite poems, it's Marianne Wilson. I think I've read it before. I'm not sure. But it talks about who are you to not let your light shine? Because right. half the time, what we're afraid of is being showing up. And I found that when I spoke up and spoke out and was my true self, I pulled other people to me that needed that or they were like, oh, my God, I've gone through that, too. And I didn't know. And I thought I was alone, which is, again, why Jess and I started this podcast, because we felt like so many women were like, I'm alone in this. And we're like, you're not alone. Like, we've gone through this. Mm -hmm. We've struggled with this, too. Like, you don't need to be in a corner feeling like there's nothing for you. Like, we have all struggled with some of this at some point in our life. And we need to reach out to others and let them know. And when when I have shared stuff that is dark and devastating and hurtful and let people know this is how life really is, not the Instagram version, not the Pinterest version, the real version, people are like, oh, my God, thank you. And I always thought, oh, my God, like how embarrassing that would be. But no, it, I it's mean not. People respect that. Randy didn't even trip today. She comes over because we're in our, my podcast room. And like, there's a million empty Amazon boxes in my <laughs> hallway because apparently the gifts showed up and there's a wrapping station going. I feel like my house is tore up for what it normally is. She didn't even flinch. Oh, she no. was just like, okay, whatever. I can just step over this. We're good. Yeah. And it's not like it's dirty, but. It, no, but you want friends that you can come into judged. your home and they don't. Like, why would I care that you have boxes in your hallway? Like, why would I, like, I mean, I have boxes in my hallway. I know, I so was you like, know it looks that. like your house. But yeah, so, I, and I used to be crazy. Nobody could come into my house before unless it was perfect. Now I don't care. Like, my house Perfect is, doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't. But I would like scrub everything, screaming at my kids, like, ah, and I'm like, you know, why? Who am I trying to impress? If they don't like me with my house dirty or with my Amazon boxes everywhere, I don't need them. But that makes people feel, I think, okay then. Oh, well, you can come over to my house too because it's the same way. <laughs> my house is lived in. Yeah, We exactly. live in the house and occasionally we, we'll, we go through, it gets put back together, it falls apart, it gets put back together because we actually all live here and we all have our own things going on and we're all doing our own things. And so I don't base my self-worth 
on what my house looks right. like. Right. I don't base my self-worth on if there's dishes in the sink or if there's laundry in the hallway or if my dogs are all over the place being crazy. That's just part of life. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the tools you have to utilize too when you are working on your self-worth is challenging the negative thoughts Mm -hmm. and self-talk that you have and really practicing talking to yourself nicer, challenging those thoughts and practicing gratitude for what you do have and what you are achieving and who you are right now. And you don't have to be where you think you should be. You don't have to be where you were in the past, just being okay with where you are right now and engaging in affirmations that this is okay, this is good, you are worthy. And flipping the script on yourself, I feel is so powerful. When you start talking to yourself kindly, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. We were in the car the other day and I asked my daughter, I was like, man, are you going to look back and think your mom was a nut because I'm always off doing something? She's like, no, I'm going to look back and think my mom was pretty cool. And I was like, okay, don't let her, don't let her see the tear. But then she also was like, yeah, she goes, and the friends you have, you guys are all amazing and you're all strong. And she starts naming off some of my friends, my friends who I love. And she's like, you are all so strong. And she says, and you know, and she, she, you are one of them, Randy, that got mentioned. Now you're going to make me cry. (laughs) I know. She says, and Randy, she is just so strong. And she says what she wants to say and what she thinks. And she's so powerful. And that's so powerful that we can give our kids that. Right. My 13-year-old. And then she called yeah. another friend of mine and she goes, yeah, and she's fierce. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and she means that in a great way. And I'm yeah. like, wow. I mean, that's really cool that she can see that we we are, we are know our self-worth mm-hmm. and we work towards what we want and we are who we are. And we're very, very good with ourselves. Yeah. What more can we ask oh. than that? And I've thought that too, like, gosh, how much am I effing up my kid? My daughter's <laughs> going to be 18 this year, but she'll be like, mom. And like, my friends think, you know, this about you and compared to other people's parents. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing okay. Yeah, you're doing you know? great. That's not how you value yourself, right? right? That's the that's still looking at like the other yeah, stuff. Right. But because you know what your self-worth is, mm-hmm. That is what she sees. Exactly. Because you are strong and you're confident and you know that you are worthy. And I'm going to tell all y'all out there, you are worthy just for who you are right now. Wherever it is that you're sitting in that car, in that kitchen, on your walk, you are worthy just because you are you. Say it. Say it right now. Say, I am worthy. Mm -hmm. Say it again. I I am worthy. worthy. Keep telling yourself that until you believe it. Mm -hmm. Really. And it's just because of who you are. And I want to tell you that don't let other people take your worth away. Don't give them that power. Do not. Let's go through and do our have you ever questions. I say that right? I always say it wrong. (laughs) Yes. Have you ever. Have you Uh, ever. So Jess, why is understanding one's self-worth important, especially for women and their mental health? It becomes the foundation of self-esteem and self-confidence. That's what we were talking about in the beginning. Where does it come from? When we, as women, have a very clear sense of what our worth is, we are more likely to set healthy boundaries. We're going to make our self-care first and foremost, and we're going to advocate for our needs. 
Well, and especially women that are divorced and dating or even younger women who are listening to this, when Mm. you know your self-worth, you have much healthier relationships. If I had known my self-worth in my 20s, man, my dating life would have looked a lot better and I would have made a lot better decisions. Well, <laughs> honestly, if I had known I was ADHD in my right. 20s, I also that, would have been making a lot of different right, decisions too. That would have helped too. a lot. <laughs> um, but it, it, it is. It really helps to cultivate a positive image of who we are and it really promotes really good I mean, I'm all good well-being. I mean, it is good good well-being, right? Um, And it really just, it takes away these feelings of insecurity when we know how worthy we are. Right, because we're not attaching it to any other external value. We don't need, yeah, we don't need praise. Yeah, we don't need somebody to tell us. Right, there's, you just know. Mm -hmm. Randy. How does lack of self-worth impact us as women? When you don't recognize your own value, it's very easy to fall into negative patterns and self-criticism. You'll have a lot of self-doubt and you will self-sabotage. Ooh, that's a big one, (sighs) self-sabotage. We do it a lot, even when you know your worth. It's If you have seen a certain patterns too growing up it's easy to get in those patterns and like self-sabotage or if you feel like man i'm not worth this so let me push this back and see because i don't think i should and sometimes we do it without even thinking and then afterwards you're like oh my gosh did i just sabotage myself and so when you do these things it can lead to anxiety depression and low self-esteem and so without a strong self-worth you can often settle for less than you truly deserve in a relationship, in a career, in your personal development, in friendships. And so when you cultivate that self-worth in yourself, you can break free from those negative relationships and those negative thought patterns and really embrace a healthier version of yourself and start living a more fulfilled life. Man, that sounds wow. I'm sorry. I'm like, right. wow. I know, like, that, oh, that's a good. We should write a book. We <laughs> Gosh, that hit me in the feels right there. Just how can someone cultivate and embrace their self worth? Those are the things that we had talked about earlier that are the, those hard things, right? Mm-hmm. You have to practice self compassion, you have to identify your strengths, and you really have to set healthy boundaries. If you're going to practice self compassion, you want to be kind to yourself. You want to challenge that negative thought that tells you you're not worthy. Treat yourself with the same, oh, this is big. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself with the same understanding and support you would offer a friend. I'm always yeah, saying that. You need to therapy. be your best friends. What would you tell? your friend? What would you tell your daughter? Mm -hmm. What would you say to your mom if they were going through this? What would you tell somebody else? Why aren't you saying that to yourself? Yeah, you kind of have to pull yourself outside of your head Mm -hmm. and look at it from the outside looking in and be like, hey, girl, we need to have a talk about this. You know? I can actually imagine Randy doing that. Uh, and, I do. Like talking in the mirror and being like, okay. And then she's probably going to record it and yeah. put it up on like Instagram for y'all. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing you have to do is identify those strengths. If you need to make a list, this is the hard thing. Yeah, sometimes, put it in black and white. Sometimes people can't do that. They have a hard time mm-hmm. with it. And honestly, I've said, go to your best friends. The people who love you and ask them. ask them what they see your strengths are and don't challenge them. Just write it down yeah. and then go home and think about it. Because Yeah, we have a hard time, especially as women, accepting compliments Oof, yeah. too. We very much like downgrade ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I've had to learn, I'm very like self, 
depre- deprecating? deprecating deprecating i was like she's depreciating but, she's yeah, doing I'm some depreciating. tax stuff i am i'm you are depreciating yourself when you do that <laughs> but but yeah so accept it and be like see what they see you know and just say thank you yeah you don't need to say anything else just say thank you and the other thing is boundaries, boundaries, and boundaries. If you don't know boundaries, go back and listen to our boundaries podcast somewhere in season two, I think. Yeah, you can just search up boundaries on our website and it'll bring it right up. Right. And we do a lot of swearing in that one. Okay. <laughs> Learn to say no to things that don't align with your values. Learn to say no to things that drain your energy, those time sucks that you hate. Learn to prioritize your needs. And if you don't know what those are, that's the first step is what are your needs? Yeah, what do you need? What are you missing? What do you need to have fulfilled? Like with my relationships and with my my spouse, I need somebody I can depend on. Mm-hmm. I need somebody who was on time. Lord knows I'm not, but I need somebody who was on time. Yeah, that balances you. Who balances me, who mm-hmm. accepted me, who loved me for all of my crazy thoughts. Well, they're not crazy. They're just these projects I like yeah. to do. <laughs> that was my need. And so once I figured out what I needed, then I was able to go out and date and find my need because mm. yeah, I didn't know what I needed. So I was just dating. It was right. weird, random, whatever. Yeah. With no direction. When you have no direction, like you're not going to go anywhere, right? So same <laughs> thing with your self-worth and your boundaries yeah. and your needs. If you don't know what they are, then how do you identify it? There's also things you can do like surround yourself with positivity, not this toxic stuff though. Yeah. Not like... A make good it till you make it. Only. Yeah, no, but like supporting yourself with people that support you, like choosing friends, like we said, that choose you, like seeking out people that make you feel valued. Mm-hmm. Challenging society's standards. I love it when my daughter stands up and does things that I never would have done as a child because mm-hmm. society was like, you can't do that. We're doing that hot tub thing here. It's not hot tub, hot springs. Hot springs, yeah. with the With the moms. I don't know if I would have ever gone in my bathing suit before, but now I'm like, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Just don't take photos and post it on the I'm internet. like, I just stick my fupa in there and roll it up and let's go, girl. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm going to be thinking of now when we do that, Wendy. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. Okay. If you're having a hard time, as always, go to therapy. Go find friends or professional support that, that can help you through this. Mm-hmm. What else, Randy? Practice self-care. So engage in things that really fill your cup, nourish your mind, nourish your body, make your soul happy. Whether that is taking a bubble bath or practicing mindfulness, going on a walk, doing a hobby, it doesn't have to cost anything. It doesn't have to be something huge, just spending time with yourself and then reflecting on your self-worth. What have you achieved? What makes you feel good about yourself? What challenges have you overcome? Recognizing your resilience and the strength that Mm -hmm. you possess at your core is so powerful. Practicing mindfulness, being present in the moment where you're at now, starting to learn about your thoughts and your emotions, noticing patterns that can really help you counteract like negative self-talk and self-judgment that we have and really, really helps promote self-acceptance and thus your self-worth. And like we were saying, surround yourself with friends and support system. That also leads into seeking a community that is supportive of you, connecting with people that understand where you're at, appreciate your self-worth, 
supporting each other, sharing those positive experiences and exchanging ideas to grow. I feel like a lot of time like we don't get encouragement from other women. We are also brilliant in our own ways. And if we pulled resources, that's even more empowering. We have the mom group. It's got all these women in it. There's a woman that shows up. She's really introverted, really shy. She shows up. She shows up and she's come several times to different yeah, ones. It's hard. I love that she does it. But she shows up because she wants it. Yes. And that's what I tell women. If you want it, you have to show up. Mm -hmm. I used to wait for people to like invite me. And I said, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to be the ringleader. I'm going to, I was very, very shy. You wouldn't know it. My friends are like, no way. Were you ever? I was very, very shy. I had a really bad anxiety also due to undiagnosed ADHD (laughs) and I was like tired of sitting on the sidelines. I wanted this. So I went out and I built that Mm -hmm. community for myself. And I put myself out there painstaking as it was being, I would say like I'm an introverted extrovert. But I found my people through that because I put myself out there and they were like, oh, I've been looking for this too. But you never know until you push yourself out there. It's, It's It is a painful process, but I grew from it and I became stronger from it. I gained so much self-worth from that. Mm -hmm. When she says painful process, part of that is growing. Yeah. Think about when you're It's not a a bad painful. No, but think about when you have growing pains as Mm -hmm. a kid. Yeah, it was painful, but you're growing and and you're developing. Yeah, I think of it like a little butterfly cocoon, you know, fly away. She's flapping. She's flapping. flapping. It was. It's like a metamorphosis when Mm -hmm. you are able to push past things you have felt boxed in by your whole life. Did I ever think like I would be somebody that was like well known in my community or that people would look to or that I would be on social media? F no. Oh my God, they all love Randy. Where's Randy? Is Randy coming? No, and I still don't think that about myself, but just is like, oh God. But um, I'm like, I'm having another cookie party, Randy. You better show up because they're not here for me or my cookies. They're here for Randy. But it's because I have put myself out there and made myself vulnerable. People respond to that because I am very real when it comes down to it. But it took me a long time to find my self-worth. And that's another thing that this is a lifelong process. Mm -hmm. And it requires a lot of patience with yourself and a lot of compassion with yourself. Knowing that you are deserving of that will help pave that road. If you feel like maybe you're kind of feeling off, like how do we pinpoint low self-worth or low self-esteem? If you're constantly self-criticizing yourself, if you're constantly seeking external validation, and what I mean by that is you're looking for others' approval of you. Is this okay? Did I do good? Do you like this? If you fear failure, like Randy was just talking about, if you're afraid to fail and you're avoiding opportunities that might be amazing for you, that is a sign. Oh, this one. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. You are not other people. I don't care what they drive or what they wear. You are not them. Right. And you're only seeing a part of what they show you, okay? And they only show good stuff half the time. Yeah, there's only a highlight reel, and that's not real life. No. If you're neglecting who you are, neglecting your self-care, you're just not feeling worthy of being loved or being happy. If you're settling for less... If you're saying, that's fine, I'll take this, it's fine. Or you're not dating somebody or with somebody that has the same potential. And I mean by, you know, that sounded really bad. But if, if, if you're not 
you're settling for somebody who isn't worthy. I don't right. even know how you, else to say that. If you know when you're with somebody, really, if they are worthy of you. Mm-hmm. And, and you of them. Yeah. And I feel so many times speaking personally, as a young woman, I settled for less. And I knew that they weren't going to amount to where I was going. But I, at that time, I didn't feel like I deserved more. Yeah. The last thing like we talked about was, is that if you have a difficult time accepting compliments, when somebody gives you a compliment, all you have to say is thank you. Yeah. You don't need to say anything else. It's, as women, we're always like, oh, I love your shirt. Oh, great. You know where I got this? No, just say Thank you. Yeah. If they want to know where you got it, they're going to say, where'd you get it? Right. Just say, thank you or mm-hmm. thanks. And I always try because that always makes me feel good, even though it's something so silly and we don't hold all of our self-worth, but it just makes me smile when somebody does that and goes out of their way. So I always try when I go out, if I'm out shopping or whatever, like at least one person I try to say, oh my God, I love like your hair or like your shoes or like your, you should see, and I truly do when I'm saying it. I'm not just like picking. Yeah, but you should see the way these women's faces light up. And it's like, it's like a plant that needs water. And if just that moment, and they could hold that with them, you don't know how long, or that might be a lifeline that they're hanging on to. Just reach out and be kind to people too. And I feel that is a great way too to build self-worth. I always feel like when I'm having a hard time, I go out and help other people. I volunteer. I do philanthropic work because there is always somebody out there who is suffering worse than I am. And it can sometimes put things into perspective. For but you. it's not a comparison. No. Don't compare yourself. It's so funny. I was just thinking, I remember my husband and I were at dinner one night. I don't remember where it was, like downtown somewhere. And this guy came in. He was very well put together, older guy. He had a nice tie, a nice long coat, which we don't see very often. And I and I remember saying, wow. And I told him, I said, wow, you are put together very well. And he said, I know. <laughs> and as women. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, why is it a man can be like, I know. And he uh, smiled at me, yeah. right? This older guy. And my husband was like, okay. But like. A woman wouldn't have said that, mm-hmm. which I was like, huh, that's interesting. She would have been like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Why can't we be like, mm-hmm, I know. Yeah. I know. I just thought that was just so cool. It was just that's so, funny. it made me yeah. laugh when he said that though. Randy, can self-worth be improved? Absolutely. Self-worth is not fixed. It's not predetermined. It can be improved upon. It can be nurtured through self-reflection, through self-care, and really committing to your personal growth with practice and with self-compassion and learning to love yourself. You can develop a strong sense of self-worth and build your self-esteem over time. Remember that this is just a journey and it can take a lot of time and effort, but you are worthy of investing in yourselves. Jess, how can we understand self-worth and how it impacts our relationships? It's interesting that earlier we separated relationships and a career. Mm -hmm. We had said, have you ever? We did those as two separate things. But I really think that there- It is a relationship, your career, yeah. Yeah, it's almost the same thing. Within your relationships and in your career, if you need to set healthy boundaries, 
if you have a strong sense of your own self-worth, you're not going to accept a crappy job. You're not going yeah, to you're not accept gonna be used like a, a doormat. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to accept a crappy partner. You're going to say, this is what I need and what I want. If you're going to make these authentic connections, same thing for relationships and in career, right. you're going to meet people who recognize you and, re- and you're going to recognize them for what you bring to the table and what you're worth and your self-confidence. Yeah. It's amazing. Because then it's based on equality, mm-hmm. you know, and you can reciprocate things with each other and you're lifting each other up instead of pulling each other down. And when you can trust in yourself, you're going to know that you're feeling fulfilled in your relationships, in your career, in your life. There's so many ways that it just really affects your relationships, your careers, which you're right. They're the same thing. You're dating your work. You're dating your spouse. Well, and we'll kind of touch on how can self-worth affect your career, especially if you're having low Mm self-worth. And those are things like you can feel like you have imposter syndrome, which we talked about Mm -hmm. in a different podcast where you doubt your abilities, you feel like a fraud and that you feel very inadequate. And so you don't pursue climbing up the ladder or accepting promotions because you don't feel worthy of it. And you're settling for less than in those positions and not growing and not using your skills or not finding passion in your work. Fear of failure. Well, that can be personal or in your career, because if you're afraid to grow in your career, too, it's going to hold you back. Yeah, if you don't take that chance, and right. you don't ask for that raise or you don't ask for that promotion. Right. If you're not stepping up and saying, I'm here, I would like this because these are what my needs are, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get them. If you don't ask, you'll never know. And that leads into having a lack of assertiveness because you can't advocate for yourself then when you don't feel you're worthy. Mm -hmm. And so how can you negotiate for a better workplace or a better salary or better benefits if you don't feel like you're worthy? And that reduces your overall job satisfaction. You might be like, oh my God, like I hate my job. Well, are you pouring into yourself? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I was just thinking that my daughter said, I have all these women who are strong women. Mm-hmm. I actually think I have all these women who know their worth. Yeah. That's, that is who That's my, strength. That is strength. But yeah, you, my friends know their worth and they show it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Sorry. That was just a little, you know, no. squirrel. like, ah, uh-huh, moment. <laughs> okay. So Randy, can self-worth impact my overall well-being? Well, yeah, it is so closely tied to that. That just reiterates everything we've talked about. When you have a healthy sense of self-worth, it impacts your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. It impacts your relationships. It impacts your careers. You have higher self-confidence. It reduces your stress. You're more resilient. So understanding your worth improves your ability to cope with challenges. In so many studies that I have studied, scientific studies about coping trauma and resiliency, the people who were better equipped to deal with what life handed them Mm -hmm. that was traumatic and were able to pull themselves up out of that depth had more resiliency and more self-worth. They believed that they could overcome those challenges. I feel like singing, I I believe I can fly. (laughs) 
Isn't that that song? I believe I can fly. I'm yeah. not going to sing it, no. but I believe I can touch the sky. Yeah. So we we can't sing, but yeah. So no, we can sing. We just don't sing very. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can't sing. You're not we don't pay sing us well. To sing. Yeah. You're not going to pay us to sing. <laughs> so with those, you can cope better. You can have healthier relationships. You can have a better outlook on life because you are prioritizing yourself your self-worth, your mental health, your overall well-being, putting yourself first is necessary. Just are there resources or tools that can help people on their journey towards self-worth? Absolutely. There are several. There are a couple of options. My favorite. Yes. Yes, we all know I have this a professional crush. crush. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't say professional crush. Oh, I, girl oh, crush. Girl on- crush on Brene Brown. I love the gifts of imperfection. That is probably one of my favorite ones that she has written. Mm-hmm. And if you like to do audiobooks, she will actually she actually narrates them. So it's so great to hear her say it in her words and her voice. The other is the self esteem workbook by Glenn Sheraldi. I'm butchering all we'll, the names. We'll link them on the website. <laughs> uh, you are a badass. By That's a good one. By Jen Scenario. That's a good one. The other one you had talked about earlier, therapy apps or other online platforms, Talkspace, BetterHelp. Although I thought one of them just got busted, but I'm not really Uh, sure. So mm, just check that out because one of them got in trouble and I can't remember which one. Um, The other is if you're looking for a therapist, go to Psychology Today. You can sort through there and find a therapist. Yeah, with specialties that are near you, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we had talked about some apps that we we use for time management. We've talked about apps that we use, even Alexa. She'll tell me how pretty I am every day if <laughs> I really need to hear it, just so you know. Yeah. What about like self-help exercises? So journaling, affirmations. God, I love affirmations. Yeah. They're so good. Visual, visual, visualizations. Ooh, I cannot. Visualization. Making a visual board too or a goal board, doing self-reflection exercises. And we have talked about journaling and affirmations and we have podcasts on those and resources on those in on fact, our website too. In fact, if you go to Amazon and you Google, or Google, oh my gosh, you go to Amazon search. and search up either of our names you can find some of the journals that we've done for like gratitude, affirmations. Those are up there as well. Those are there. We hope this episode has helped you on your journey to starting discovering your self-worth. And remember that this journey is unique for everyone. And it's important to find resources and tools that resonate with you personally and work for you. If you don't like our suggestion, it doesn't mean you have to do it. You can take bits and pieces of what we say and add it with bits and pieces from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that fills your cup or fills your soul, that's what you want to do. Because your worth isn't defined by what you do or how others perceive you. It's about accepting yourself, flaws and all, and really realizing your true inside value. Yep. So take care of yourselves and remember you are enough. Ooh, again, you You are are enough. enough. Thanks for listening and normalizing mental health with us. Don't forget to check out our free resources and favorites on our website, unapologeticallyrandyandjess.com. Like and share this episode and tune in next week.